Bernard, mademoiselle, quand même. Sarah, who was then a société at the Comédie Française, was not offered enough challenging parts for her appetite and turned more and more to sculpture and the studio life. She found a master in Gustave Doré. He and Sarah had met three years earlier. Doré, struck by Sarah's talent and the beauty of her performance at the Comédie Française, had sent her one of his biblical drawings. They started a liaison known by Le Tout Paris. Doré was 40, rich, handsome, and a celebrated artist who was welcome at the English court. Needless to say, some disliked him. The Goncourt brothers, for instance, wrote that he was a peasant suffering from attacks of cloudy mysticism. But Van Gogh liked his engraving of scenes from London life and admired him for saying that he worked like an ox. Doré loved the actress the way one loves a pet, and Sarah continuously made him dramatic declarations she would contradict the following day, but they worked side by side. Sarah, absorbed by Doré's instructions, Doré touched by her eagerness to excel. In 1875, the architect Charles Garnier organized a private visit of the Opera de Paris he had just finished. He asked Sarah to convince Gustave Doré to create a sculpture to adorn the façade of his new project, the Casino in Monte Carlo, a theater with gambling rooms attached. Garnier would then commission her to make a companion piece. Sarah went back home and wrote to Doré, distorting somewhat the facts to suit her purpose. My dear friend, I have been charged with a diplomatic mission. I'll be blunt and go right to the point. Here it is. Garnier is building a large theater in Monaco. There are to be a pair of sculptural groups on the facade. He has asked me to do one and told me he has great hopes that you will do the other. But he is afraid that you might turn him down. Could it be true, dear friend, that you would not want me as a partner? It would make me so proud. Send an answer quickly to your friend who loves you with all her heart. Say at once whether Garnier dare approach you without the risk of being refused by your highness. Doré was reluctant to accept. He had no desire to associate his work with that of an amateur. Sarah was indeed a novice, but she was a master of intrigue. Without consulting Doré, she hints to the press that they had both agreed to decorate the casino. When Doré read what was news to him, he accused her of double dealing. Sarah rushed to her desk and wrote, My beloved master, you know perfectly well that the newspapers invent stories and always get everything wrong. It's all lies. I would never do anything without letting you know beforehand. I love you too much. Not only did Doré finally accept, but using subterfuge and publicity, 
Sarah manages to convince him and Garnier to exhibit her own creation named Le Champ alongside the work of art from the internationally renowned artist. On January 25, 1879, the night of the inauguration of the casino is a success. Sarah managed to be the first to set foot on the stage of the new theater to deliver a poem, and she managed to steal the attention from Doré and Garnier. As of today, Doré's and Bernard's culture still adorn the pediment in, in spite, spite of, of it, it all. all.